Hello and welcome to another episode of Geekery Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is the Geekery Radio Hour episode 78. 78, feeling great. So, I'm just going to start right off the bat because you just claimed that all fucking Molly songs do not sound the same. Yeah, but then I said, yeah, they do. Oh, you do agree. Okay. <laughs> but I still like that one song. Shibbing off to Boston. No, that's Dropkick Murphy. They're the same thing. Oh, okay. They are. You're Italian. I'm Irish, and I could admit that I'm these are the same. I'm also Irish. No, you're not. I have a monopoly on all. Oh my god. All white <laughs> ethnicities. I'm Thank a bunch of different much. white things. Okay. So am I. Um, have you been? So well, hitting the mic with my chin as usual. I hope we got a good like. I think you might add because I saw boom. it like shaking. But yeah, I've been doing okay. I'm training at my new job. Um. Petson this weekend, which is yeah. also cool. Um, hit me up if you want me to watch your dog or cat or guinea pig. Not a rat or a snake. Actually, I might watch a snake. It depends on how big how it is. How hard could it be to watch a snake? Like, not hard at no all. No one's like, oh, did you let the snake out of the cage? Wait, or did, the you, tank did I ever tell you that boa constrictor story? <laughs> <laughs> Did I? No. No, so, no. You didn't tell me your boa constrictor story, Kaylin. That's not really my story, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So my coworker, ex-coworker of mine, years ago, told me that he had like a boa constrictor. And his snake <laughs> He was told like, me he had like a boa constrictor. Uh-huh. Like, like, he was like super casual. He's like, I have like a boa constrictor and like... It was a guy named Kyle. I said he. He talked guy, like that. A guy so, named uh, Kyle would... Would own a snake. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you're going to edit yeah, you would. that out. Nope. Leave it in. Leave it in. Um, so, yeah, he was saying that his snake kept getting out, and he found Kaylin, it. hang on one second. What? When he this told you that his no, snake kept getting like out, did he? euphemism thing <laughs> about his penis. He had an actual snake. What kind? I don't know. It was a big kind. My snake just keeps getting out, and it's Can so I big, Can tell Kaylin? the story? Shut up over there. Um, and he found it in his daughter's bed a couple nights in the row. Mm-hmm. What you should know about this guy is, is already pretty telling. He wasn't like, oh my God, that's fucking disturbing. I should get rid of this snake. Instead, he brings the snake to the vet and he's like, my snake keeps coming in my daughter's bed. And the guy was like, yeah, um, that snake's, like, sizing up your daughter to eat her. Oh, my God. Like, he's, like, he has, like, the snake suddenly is in the crib. He has a tape measure out. And he's, like, okay, looks about, uh, okay, going to need to do some stretches to eat this child. Yeah, and then he got rid of the snake. What a horrifying thing to think that, like. That's why I say it depends on what size. Uh If it's, like, a little guy, I'm, like, I don't really care. But if it's, like, a a little snake. Four foot to. You're not like trying to babysit someone's python. No, no. Anaconda. Don't want none unless you got buns, huh? Nope. So won't go there. My anaconda. (laughs) We're we're going back. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going to do another verse or not. That's a real hearty laugh I just did. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) All you get at all I do is like. I don't know what this noise. Like a, like We're just a calling letting all the air out. What am I? Let Doug, me, what? How are you? <laughs> I've been good. Um, oh, Kaylin, ask me if I've seen Batman. Doug, have you seen 
Batman? Nope, but I have this past weekend watched all three Austin Powers movies, and I watched Pixar's Turning Red. If you watched all three Austin Powers movies this weekend, then why are you watching Goldmember when I got here tonight? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm finishing (laughs) finishing my Austin Powers rewatch. I was like, so I'm I'm in the middle of doing dishes and I'm watching Goldmember and I really thought to myself, we live in a world where like they make James Bond comic books. Uh-huh. Why doesn't someone make Austin Powers comic books? I feel like there was like something done with it in that nature. Mm-hmm. Like whether it be like a book of some sort, because I like vaguely remember something. Remember when Best Buy used to carry books? Yes. That's about the time when Very I worked there. Yeah. But they, they also them. did like, I don't want to say comics, but I guess it would be lack of a mm-hmm. They also had a section for that too, which I feel like something like that exists. An Austin Powers comic book. I think someone should Maybe. make them and I'm, I, I'll I do feel it. Like, I was just going to say, I feel like you're the perfect person for said job. So why not just do it? Kaylin, behave. <laughs> um. I can't oh, say behave. Um, no, I'm looking up on Diamond's retailer website and there there are no I'm Austin trying to Powers think of comics. literally one other thing that is said in Austin Powers, like a like a catchphrase, and I can't think of one single thing. Um, I don't know. I watch, I'm thinking so, like All Fat Bastard now because you watch I Full love Number. these movies, but they're troubled with like, they're yeah. riddled with like, oh, like... Wait, Fat Bastard has to poop at one point. He says he's got a load on deck or something like that. He says so much shit. He said he he's got a a, a load maybe that could choke a donkey. That's These movies it. consist of so much bad improv by Jim by Jim. Who's Jim? By <laughs> hmm? Jim aka what is his name? Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Like I'm watching Goldmember and I'm like he's the least funny thing about this movie. Close friends calling Jim. <laughs> he plays in Goldmember. He plays four characters. You know I can't watch Goldmember. Because yeah. the guy who eats his own skin. Oh, that too. <laughs> That's gross. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. But I think it really is um, Fat Bastard. He's especially disgusting like in that dis- one. Like at one point, he's in bed with the one girl. That's the second one, oh, and she the puts the one? like the thing up his butt. Yeah, yeah that's the that's second Heather one. That's Heather Graham, isn't it? Yes, the second one sucks. Mm-hmm. It has the loosest premise of all of the Austin Powers movies. It's that uh, fat bastard has the loosest premise. Fat, <laughs> fat bastard is tasked by Doctor Evil to go to the cryo chamber in which. Austin is frozen in the 60s and use a syringe to with yeah take his mojo out of him. I remember. And then Austin has to go back in time where Why he meets did you Heather Graham. Watch this because they're very funny. They're not. <laughs> I would argue I don't know. that they're not. I don't know. I literally, I was like. I also watched the Sesame Street. I had a weird weekend. Okay, fair enough. I watched enough. the Sesame Street documentary. Wait, I watched something this weekend. Oh, I watched um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, how was that? It was okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Did it ruin your childhood? Mm, no. No? My mother did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think like that. I don't. I. I don't 
fucking care if the Ghostbusters just, just happened to be ghosts now. Actually, hold on. If the Ghostbusters were actually ghosts. That would be kind of cool. And busted other ghosts, the bad ghosts. And got busted themselves. You know there's good ghosts and there's bad ghosts. Is Dan Aykroyd still in this movie? Mm-hmm. I don't like Dan Aykroyd. Mm. I'm in like a fighty mood this afternoon. This afternoon. Yeah, he plays like really annoying characters. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I just don't like him. He seems like a dickhead. Annie Potts is in it. I love Annie Potts. Mm. All right. I'll, like watch, I'll watch second. the movie. For like a split Fine, second. I'll watch it. That's fine. Okay. Got the man. <laughs> Wait, I was going to watch the new Scream too, but I was high <gasps> no. and I was like, it actually looked like it was going to be scary and I, I didn't want to do scary when I was I thought high. it looked like it was going to be scary also. Yeah. And so we watched Turning Red and I was like, I should have done it the other way around. Mm-hmm. I should have watched Scream while it was nights, while it was daytime out because yep. Liz was going to get nightmares and then we watched Turning Red afterwards for the palate See? I fucked up. I was too far gone. Like, I knew if I started that and I was, like, already high. I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. I, like, popped it while I was, like, doing shit and then slowly just became really high and was like, I, uh, okay, I'm going to lay down now. (laughs) Mistake. (laughs) And then I was, like, scrolling through movies. I'm like, all right, since I can't physically move from my bed, I will watch a movie. And then I'm like, what should I watch? And then I was like, scream hell yeah. And then I sort Mm -hmm. of, like, the trailer started playing and I was like, this actually looks scary. I don't think it will be, but the combination know. of it being nighttime and also being high mm-hmm. like, is just not worth taking the chance. No, absolutely not. So, so yeah. you, well, now you have it saved because you also didn't watch Turning Red yet, right? Mm-mm. You're going to watch that? Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah. I definitely recommend it. And I think that you should do the, the double feature of Scream and then Turning Red. Oh, okay. All right. And do it in Scream and mm-hmm. Turning Red order. Because when I watched, I think we talked about this, right? Like I watched, what was that horrible movie? Gold on member? Netflix, <laughs> like about the end of the world or whatever. Oh, <laughs> it was like fine, but the more that I think about it, it sucked. Wait, no, With Leonardo I don't know. DiCaprio and stuff, and the meteor. Yes, who the fuck else is in it? Everyone, like Nicole Kidman. No. Oh, you picked Mer- one person. Meryl Streep. Meryl, <laughs> yes. Meryl Streep. Jonah Hill. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we watched that, and then, like, we were so mad at the end of it that we watched Encanto, and it was, like, a nice... <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a good afternoon, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally fucking You always that. have to save, like, the new Disney movie to, uh, to claim... Oh, mm-hmm. that's what I'll do. So this weekend, I'll watch Scream, and then afterwards, I'll watch the Cheaper by the Dozen reboot on <gasps> Disney+. Plus. There we go. Oh, my God. How could Wait. you be mad? Wait, another new reboot, or the reboot with Steve Martin? No, no, no. Another new reboot. So they what? remade Cheaper by the Dozen again. And like, okay, Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh-huh. What's the plot of that movie? Cheaper by the Dozen with Steve Martin and Bonnie Hunt was already a remake, right? Yes. We all know that. Mm-hmm. What's the plot of that movie? That like this woman marries this guy and they have like Wrong. a crazy... Okay. okay, wait, maybe you're right. And then they have a crazy number of kids, yeah, right? Yeah, they have... Yes. Cra- and then like Bonnie, whatever her name is. Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt um, like writes a book about it and like Steve Martin oh, coaches really? like a football team. I don't remember team. that. All that I know... Is that in Cheaper by the Dozen, it's about two people who have way too many children. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yours, Mine, and Ours, another movie in a similar vein, yes. came out around the same time. Even the reboots happen around the same so time. Is a blended was... family story. Fuck. Dennis Quaid? Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid and... and... Rene Russo. Rene Russo. The original was Lucille Ball. Oh, my God. And maybe Mickey Rooney or some shit like that. Weird. But that's about yeah. a blended family. And they, like, live in a house... That's huge. Mm-hmm. 
like buy a lighthouse or some shit. That's all I remember about it. But this new cheaper brother and dozen Quaid's like a dick. is Zach Braff has five kids. Zach Braff is not old enough to have five children. Why not? If he started when he was like, Caitlin, we're old he? enough to have five children. Ew. <laughs> No, we'll not have one child. Either that or we could be on Euphoria. You choose. Do you want to have five Ooh. kids or do you want to be on Euphoria? So, yeah, it's Zach Braff has a bunch of kids. And then I think it's um, Gabrielle Union has a bunch of kids. So, wait, I'm sorry. Can we go back really quickly? Mm-hmm. My options are be on Euphoria or have five children. Yeah, you can either play be an 18 year old. Okay. Be on Euphoria. Yeah. 100%. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union, I think, is the wife. And Zach Braff is the husband. And they each have a bunch of kids, and then they get mm-hmm. married. Did Zach Braff? Hang on, write sorry, this? sorry. They have ten kids. Okay. And then the other of the two of them make twelve. Isn't oh, it that so they had twelve kids? I don't know. I don't know. Cheaper by the dozen. Are we high isn't right name? now? <laughs> high on life. I just got back from yoga. I just did dishes. I'm not high on life. Does that get you high? No. Why did you climb a mountain? Then? Climbed a mountain. Uh, yeah, so I'm really, I'm really nervous about this cheaper. <laughs> I'm really nervous about this cheaper <laughs> by the Tyson reboot. Kaylin, I think we should. Take well, one. I would call you <laughs> stupid if you weren't. Zach Braff's in it. I. <laughs> Did he write the film too? I hope so. Kaylin. Let's go. To I just song. said to you, I'm really nervous <laughs> about the cheaper by the Tyson reboot. Please let me know how that works out for you. Jesus Christ. Uh, Let's go to a song and then come back and talk about a book.
that you read that doesn't reboot. Okay. Can I push this away for a second? Whatever you got to do, dude. Comes out this week. No, comes out. Friday? Comes out last week. <laughs> it came out last it came, week. It came out last week. Caitlin, I'm really nervous about this reboot. Wait, what? Kenya Barris wrote it. What? The dude who created... Um, Wait, are you not mic'd? Oh, are we? Yeah, of course we're recording. Oh, okay. This nonsense. <laughs> the guy who created Blackish. Okay. Sure. So maybe it's actually good. Maybe it does it might be good. have some merit to it. So, okay. Gabrielle, anyone else worth a note in there? Um, uh, Ron Funches. Okay. Okay. Uh, bunch of kids, I guess. Nope. That's it. That would make sense. A bunch of Zach kids. Zach Braff, a bunch of kids, Gabrielle Union, and All Ron right. Funches. Well, okay. We're going to have to report next week. Yeah. And and see if I, your nerves Kaylin, I need to let you know. So, quelled or? I found this website the other day where I can submit to like get review copies of books because I'm a, I own a bookstore, you know? Wait. And then in the thing, I put like, oh, also, like, I, I co-host a podcast that, and I'm like, okay, here we <laughs> smash cut too. I'm also getting comments of books. I was like, I'm like, please send me books. And I'm like, and then I'm nervous about the cheaper where it doesn't reboot. <laughs> so we read. What, what shop do you own? Where? What bookstore do you own? Are we ending it already? <laughs> the Geekery, located at 19 Little Street in Mattawan, New Jersey. Um, do you have, should I go grab it? Did you forget it? I did forget it. For this place? Well, Vamp. to be fair, you were the last one in here, so technically I think you forgot it. But sure, I'll take the fall. Anyway, Doug's just going to let me vamp while he goes and grabs this book, and he is a great person. Here it is. What's the furthest place from here? What do we got? Five. I feel like it's been more. I don't know if it's just like a time thing. This is I think like it's because we've been reading it monthly. This is like the first time I've ever like read something monthly too. And been like, when is the next All right, talk issue? About it. Here. So we read issue five. What's the furthest place from here? Yes, sir. It did a lot of jumping back and forth. This, um, this one. Yeah, we're primarily in the carnival still, and seeing how the carnival, like all of the. At, like back at and like forth. At some point, it's like the past is happening while the present is happening. Potentially while the future is happening. I'm, I'm no, maybe just the past and present. But still, it's a lot going on. You think there's multiple things going on? Yeah, when they're like going back and forth between where Alabama is and like mm-hmm. the fight, and then like also Proof Rock and that like House of Mirrors and shit. They're definitely, like, past and present at the same time because through the first, like, half of the pages, it's, like, people talking about the fight that oh, is it even says happening. In, I yeah. think this issue opens with, like, yeah, ten minutes ago. Exactly. So <laughs> right. it's, like, happening different times of the same timeline. This fight ruled. I want to just, okay. Didn't because I forget everybody's name. Oberon. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Oberon. Shoot. Oberon is the guy who wears like... Mohawk? This, yeah, with the mohawk. Yeah. And he wears like the choker. And he mm-hmm. has a stutter. I love the way they handle his stutter in this book. Yeah. 
It is not overdone. It mm-hmm. is not like. I think that's it. It's not overdone. Okay. You know, I think it's handled so well. It comes out more in like, in like the stress and everything. It feels mm-hmm. so believable. I don't have a stutter myself. Well, I do sometimes, but you know, like nothing like that crazy. I don't think. I think a, it's more of like a fl- like a fluster finding words kind of thing. Starting you know? to stutter. No, now no. As you're saying, this? but you know what I mean. Like it's like a, you know, like, yes. Like you just said. The more flustered, <laughs> the more the stutter comes out. And I loved this scene also. So in the middle of this fight, I'm trying to like flip back and forth to mm-hmm. figure out these names because some of the names I'm still like Are you going trying to, to remember. Page? Is this Mal- Mallory? Mallory is dating the new Carney. Yes. yes. And when she, they're, the one of the pigs gets attacked and they're like, who? and then. You're going to talk about when she bit that fucking pig's ear off? Uh-huh. Yeah. She totally, but, like, Mike tyson him. In the middle of it, he's like, well, hey, what? what's going on? And then she sincerely chomps down on his fucking ear and, so like, disgusting. spits it out. So then... It is wild. She gets up, and then this guy comes out of nowhere, and he goes, get your boots off my girlfriend. And then who did we say this was? Oh, Oberon. Oberon's like, who the hell is this? And yeah. She goes, she goes, that's my, my boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. And then it says... Kick their asses, Keith. And he goes, it's Cliff. I loved that. Yes, and she has like a heart funny. word bubble and everything. It's so fucking funny. That's the name of that chapter, too. Kick his ass, Keith. This um, issue was really cool. It did not... So, I'm a little confused. But I guess I'm not a little confused. Um, they The Carnies kill someone. They yeah. kill one of the academy. They kill the one kid who like stole a stole prize. that disgusting Garfield doll yes. from the the booth. But then, like, please clear this up. Is that not Keith or Cliff or whatever that is drowning him? Because that's Carney. Carney. No, rules? this is a different Carney. But, but I they guess look it's still like it would still be like their family. It okay. Doesn't say who he is. Is he maybe David? But they look alike. They do look very similarly. This one has like a weird neck brace on, though. Oh. And he has the I'm with Wait, stupid shirt that's pointing down. To his penis. Yeah. But then they show Cliff. Cliff has like a white wife beater on. And very similar mullet, though. You're right. Yeah. He does look I was similar. very confused because I was like figuring since wait, he wait, was wait. jumping in the fight for Mallory that... He was, like, someone on the Academy I'm trying side. to figure out, yeah, like, you I know? think, so. I do think that that's a different character. It has to be. What, why would he change a shirt in between? Yeah. It's just very That doesn't obvious. seem like any of these kids change anything about themselves. No. I no. feel like if any of them were to bleed, it would just be the new stain on the shirt, the yeah. new stain and on the like, coat, whatever. The death of that kid, like, was just glossed over so quick. Yeah, it was weird. They Alabama like, was oh. like, let's get him out of there. Like, yeah, and that they, was it. Legit try to like it was like a dunking tank and he was like upside down in it and then like the carney gave Alabama three tries to hit the bullseye mm-hmm. and I don't know how that would if he's dunked upside down how it, would it work? It's all a matter of like these kids don't their know. thinking process. Yeah, yeah, none of it makes sense. So like at one point I think it was Oberon then that mm-hmm. took the ball and hit yeah, the and he shot. nailed it. And then it just doesn't happen. It didn't do anything. And but then, because that's not how a dunk tank works. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 
If anything, it would plunge him potentially further into the water, right? Yeah. You'd think. I don't know what the thought process was behind that. Yeah, if he was, like, stuck to the bottom of the, like, thing, like the lip you sit on, mm-hmm. you're right. If they would have hit it, he would have dunked potentially back into the wall. Yes, like... I don't remember going across <laughs> with this, because it doesn't matter. He died. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, bye. And then Alabama is still trying to make this fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And Proof Rock comes fucking flying out of a window. Yeah. Having faced... I don't know. I, I think he thinks he, he fought a stranger. I think he fought a stranger also. I don't think that this was like a fake out. I don't know. I did love that like the stranger that he did some or potentially tackle out of the window uh-huh. turned out to be three Like three kids in a coat. Yeah. A coat. Like, that was hysterical. So um, yeah, he like kind of hallucinates after he falls. He hallucinates mm-hmm. like being Sid. back in the record store with Sid. Uh And going up to the roof and basically watching, like, the world come to an end, it looks like. Yeah, and Sid's Sid's telling him that he's dead. Yeah. And she's trying to get him to say something. Like, I think at the end she starts to say, what's the furthest place? And then he comes back. Like, Mm -hmm. he gets something thrown in his face, like a... They say it's clear drink, but I'm assuming it's vodka or something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, it was it was interesting, but it didn't. Really <laughs> Mallory mean... poured that see-through kids water on you. See-through the one kids who's water. the invisible, like the uh, radioactive kid. Yes. And then he says that wasn't water. And he goes, "It wasn't." <laughs> <laughs> all in all, it was a really good. Um... It's a great setup issue for like our final issue, issue of you. this arc. This was definitely like the the fights that had to happen and everything. All the turmoil that we had to come to. But did it really move forward? No. No. It didn't. And like this next month with like a hatch in the ground. Yeah. What is happening? So wait, did you see on this page that they go into... Oh, Jesus. You manhandle comics in such a way. Yeah, the map. So these have been the one in ten variants that build the map. Yeah, so the next spot is the zoo. Oh, yeah, I guess it's some sort of zoo. Because it goes in order. It goes. But this would be the cover of issue five. Which I I, I agree it should be because it is the fifth, but we Mm -hmm. haven't gone to the zoo yet. No. So I would have to assume that that is next because it does go like the academy, the, what is it, the market, then it goes to the bold folks, then it goes to the 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 carnival, carnival. and then it says the zoo. Yeah. So I don't. Like, do these kids know what animals are? I don't know. What do they eat? We also really haven't covered that either. I don't know, but there's a lot of bartering with food. Uh-huh. With food and, and clothing, if you don't have food. So there's definitely, like, a hierarchy of, like, what you want as far yeah. as trading goes, you know? But I, I, I've yet to see anyone eat. All around, thing. like, literally another brilliant issue of For This Place, but yeah. so many stupid. more questions. It didn't really move the story Mm-mm. too much. But it it was a good, it was all good that needed issue. conflict that added conflict yeah. that you really needed to like it like came to a head and yeah. everyone like kind of fought. especially like I loved proof falls out the window mm-hmm. and Alabama's like trying to cover for him 
Because he starts to, like, just straight up tell them that he, like, killed a stranger previously, and he thinks the stranger's trying to kill him now. Yeah. And then he goes, I hit my head on the ground after falling out the window. And then Alabama says, he ate some garbage. (laughs) (laughs) And has been dumb ever since. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, because I ate that thing. I think Alabama's gonna die. You think so? I think soon, yeah. You think, like, a, um... Like a worthy, like, hero's death kind of thing? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like a self-sacrifice kind of I thing. I think that's in her, for sure. I don't think that's in Proof. I don't think... I don't know. I think Proof got some shit to figure out. Mm-hmm. I don't think his story can end abruptly like that. No. He's still the really one that's only focused on finding Sid. He's... Mm-hmm. I still assume that he's the adult in the house. Yeah. He's... Trying to look for something, mm-hmm. you know, so. I don't know if he knows he's an adult, if he is. I think he does. You think so? I think f- flashback to because... the whole first fucking scene and his teeth are falling out. Yeah. Like, I think he knows. I'm trying to think of, like, do, okay, we already know that, like, what they do and don't know is limited. Do they know mm-hmm. how to measure a year? Like, how to measure time? I don't think so. You know, I don't think there was really a time where they had to. Like, are we thinking too back... much into this? Does it not really matter? But yeah. I'm curious to know if, like, maybe he is an adult and he doesn't realize it because he's got, like, a Peter Pan kind of thing going on. You know? I mean, that's always a possibility. Mm-hmm. And you were right at, uh, about after party. <laughs> so I'm nervous to go against you. <laughs> but I, I really think he does know. And I think part of the reason why he's looking for Sid is because... He also is searching for something like he needs to find an alternative to just being out of the academy. Yeah. You know? So I don't I don't know. Time will tell, I guess. They need like lasting change. Mm-hmm. Basically. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Somewhere to go. That's not. Because all they're doing is surviving. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that. I guess so. No, I feel like eating. that's all that we're doing. All that we're doing, like as a oh people, also right now, like. I feel like the mirror is right up. Again, right I'm up not high, these. but <laughs> <laughs> all we're doing, man, is surviving. surviving. I'm trying to thrive here, Doug. So, all around, I love this book. Yeah. And I'm excited to say we'll announce here on Radio Hour that Ooh. because of how much you and I are enjoying this book. Yeah. I thought it'd be really cool for our April book club mm-hmm. to read Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. I love that idea. By the same creative team, Tyler Boss and Matt Rosenberg. Yeah. Because I'm like, I kind of need to read whatever else they have. You 100%. know what I mean? Like, I love yeah. this team. They have really cool, like, there's not, everything. Honestly, there's not one bad thing I can say about this comic so far. No. Honestly, I And the I love art the is art. Like really cool too. The in like a minimal really like cool yeah. where they've gone, the story, the mm-hmm. pacing of it. Everything's been really, really good. So I'm excited to read something new. Plus we know that like once they put together, you know, a book. Yeah. We're gonna probably bring it to book club too. Yeah. So really and a lot of people in book club have like been this. reading this. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like hopeful that like I mean if you're following it this far, you yeah. must like it. So let's read something else by this team too. hundred percent. You know? Yeah. Right on. Should we go to that second song? Yeah, let's go to another song and come back for some shop news. Okay. <laughs>
So just this past weekend was the reboot anniversary. <gasps> OMG. And I mean, we're recording this episode a little early, but I'm, I'm, I'm I think it's safe to say that it went well. <laughs> okay. I sure. This hope, episode is also happening in the past, present, and future. So yeah. Which timeline are we in? Are we surviving? I hope that we're in a timeline where the sale and everything went really well. Yeah. Um, if you guys aren't wise to it yet, I've been announcing on our socials and stuff, and if you were in the shop this past week, mm-hmm. you saw that we have a copy of JLA Avengers up for raffle with all the proceeds going to the Hero Initiative. JLA, Justice League Academy. Of America. So there's this book in like the, I want to say it's in the 90s, Called JLA Avengers, and it was like the first time that uh-huh. anyone did like a mashup book of both teams. Right on. So it's the Avengers and the X Men. <laughs> the Avengers and the X Men, yeah. Uh huh. It's the Avengers, like Marvel team and DC team coming together. Yeah. For to fight the you know for Big the greater bad good on the block. This, so this book, this current issue. You know, it's been reprinted a couple times, but it's one of those things where like when it was originally released mm-hmm. issue one came from dc issue two came from marvel issue three came from dc and issue four came from marvel really yes like so that both of them had their skin in the game kind of thing right on so it's they been kind just of put out one book and then split the profits yeah like so people. it's been a little while since it's been reprinted i believe and now they just put out this new version because george perez the one of the creators of the of the series Mm-hmm. is very ill with pancreatic cancer. Oh, my God. So the Hero Initiative is an organization that helps fund... Um, cancer research? Aid for uh, comic creators and oh, people of that. You know. okay. So they, they're basically their whole goal is to make sure that bills are covered and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So they, they've worked to get this book published, and there's only 7,000 that were printed in this run. Wow. With the hopes that... With such a, sh- a small order, it mm-hmm. would be large enough to be able to fulfill a couple copies for people. Yeah. And that George would be able to see it become come to fruition. Yes. So it, there's hopes, and probably it's going to be reprinted again. Yeah. In, you know, very soon. But and you know we love us losing. With this order run, we only received, we received quite a few. That's it. <gasps> okay. Full disclosure, we got three. Oh, God. We had 15 plus pre-orders. Dang. So I, of course, went from the top of the list, whoever pre-ordered in order, you know. Mm-hmm. So the top three people, I alerted them and I said, hey, we only got this many copies coming. You're entitled to one as one of our first pre-orderers. So, yeah. you know, just know that we'll have it and, you know, you come whatever. In, you drop off the money, honey. We yeah. give it to you. Slide the bag, if run not, out the door, you know. So the next person. One of the, the, two of the people that were entitled to one of the pre-orders, they mm-hmm. asked that we instead auction off. Do a raffle. Wow. Sell raffle tickets in the shop to help actually better fund the Hero Initiative. That is amazing. So for $5, you'll get two entries into the raffle. Mm -hmm. For $10, you'll get five entries. Okay. Right on. So it feels pretty good. And how much are raffles? Raffle tickets are, I just said, Oh. (laughs) $5, you'll get two (laughs) entries, and $10, you'll get five entries. You did say that. 
Yeah, and we're hopeful to raise more money than the book is selling for. The book is selling for $30 retail at most shops. But because it's extremely exclusive and everything, there's people who have had these things posted on eBay for the last three weeks for $400, $250. It's all over the place. Yeah. With that money, of course, in most cases, going to pad the pockets of a scalper instead Mm of, you know. Helping the hero. Helping, yeah, Yeah. doing the whole thing that the book's print run was intended for. So, um, I love that. Hopefully, we'll be able to raise some extra money and, uh, you know, it'll go to someone who's really stoked and yeah was able to do two cool things, basically. So show up to the eatery. Listen, if you don't even get the comic, at least you'll know that your money's going you did to a, a good, good thing. place. Yeah. So you got our raffles running from the 16th to the 31st. Right on. So at close of business on the 31st, I'll be drawing the number. I went to the party store today to get the raffle tickets. Ah. And I'm like, I want to do a 50-50 next. I want to do all sorts of stuff. I just love that, that I have so tickets. so much fun. <gasps> What? We should do like a um, blind auction. Yeah. That would be so much fun. That would be really cool. I think we could get people to donate. Yeah, why not? We could figure this out. I love how we're reverse engineering, like doing an auction because like we bought tickets. I have a roll (laughs) of tickets. What else can we do with the tickets? tickets. There's 2,000 tickets. So as long as we don't use all the tickets, I could go to the party store and get more tickets. A piggyback ride. You give me a ticket and get (laughs) one second piggyback ride. Okay. (laughs) This is a slippery slope, dude. (laughs) Just piggyback rides, nothing else. It's like, uh, you ever seen that 30 Rock when Liz Lemon talks about how she'd be a horrible sex worker? And then someone comes to the win. she comes to someone's car window and she's like, it's $50 for kissing and, and like... <laughs> $5 for sex. It's absolutely ridiculous. Bye. <clears throat> okay, what else you got going on? So this week, we have a lot of good books coming into the shop. Uh, we have this new cool... De- oh my god. We have this cool new book from Scout Comics that I'm excited to read called Beyond the Beyond, mm-hmm. number one. Beyond the Beyond. There's this new indie coming from Image called Ghost Cage that I'm looking forward to. I haven't read any of these books yet. Oh, my God. And we're getting our cool Batman display Ooh. from DC. They're sending us this like big cardboard Cut Robert Pattinson. Robert... Yeah. That's going to me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Kaylin, maybe we could raffle this off instead. Come on. But if I'm no one wants it. Too. Oh, also, oh my God, this book, Pentagram of Horror. I need to look up what this book was that again because this sounded sick. so cool at the time. Pentagram of Horror? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's become my job in the shop to order like weird books like it's this. It's not even October. <laughs> You're getting all the This book looks in. cool as hell. <gasps> Pentagram of Horror. Are my you ready to be hell? scared? Is that what that says? My own hell? Yes. That is Black Car- From the Black Caravan imp- imprint, Pentagram of Horror is a new horror anthology with each issue being a standalone story. My Own Hell explores the anxiety, self-doubts, and profound desire of recognition endured by every creative. In our tale, when the desire of worldly acclaim becomes all-consuming, it leads a young man to part with, which, to part with that which... He should have prized most dearly. <laughs> All too late. I don't have my glasses on. I really. Uh huh. All too late. Dad, don't you need your glasses for distance? He You're finds this. I'm reading the screen. <laughs> he finds that a blind pursuit of recognition can strip its victim of their physical and mental health, and sometimes even their very soul. Wow. This sounds dope. I wasn't listening. 
Oh, Caitlin. <laughs> oh, Caitlin. How could I? You're fucking up every other word. Oh my god, that's so mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to try again? No, that okay. was mean. It's not. Mean. Go to hell. You were my own. Your own hell. hell. <laughs> that was a good tie-in. Well. This <laughs> I almost asked, how was your St. Patrick's Day? Like, I just reset the show, and I'm like... My St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, how was your St. I'm Patrick's Day? I'm assuming it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> this episode's taking place in the past, present, and future, Kaylin. Yep. In the past, my uh, St. Patrick's Day was great. I had some green beer. Yeah, you some. have a green bagel. Green bagel. What else do people make green for St. Patrick's Day? Green piss. <laughs> This podcast is based out of a comic book shop located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online at the Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media at the Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I am at Dumble Stiltskin, and I forgot to remind everyone that Book Club is tomorrow. Oh my God. How do I keep Doug. doing this? And I was just. Reading- Radiant Black Volume 1 by Kyle yeah. Higgins. I was so quick to like want to pivot from you saying piss. That piss. Your, your piss was green. <laughs> piss. Uh, well, you know. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show, ever. <laughs> if I'm eating a green bagel and I'm drinking green beer, that's, like, the only logical that I would probably That food coloring's got to come out somewhere. Right? Asparagus. That, Don't well, they that say that? that smells. I thought they said that your but pee like, is when green I take with a, it, too. When I take a B12 pill, my pee looks like highlighter color. Yeah, so take it. Oh, you should do that for St. Patrick's Day. Take a B12. But it's like yellow highlighter. Uh, Whatever. When this Rome, podcast. I... <laughs> no. All right, book it's club canceled. tomorrow, 6.30 at the shop. Bring yeah. your mask, bring your book, bring your drink. I don't know what else is going to be there, but maybe it'll be a surprise. Does that mean you're making cupcakes again? Mm, probably not, but no, maybe something. So All right, and then... We'll all discuss Radiant Black and have a good time. And because we already ended the show, I don't know how to get out of here. So we need to just say goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Say goodbye. Also, shouts out to our new listener in Brussels, Belgium. Hell yeah. Thank you for downloading. uh, What was it? 80. 80 Like literally every episode. I don't know. Do they speak German in Brussels, right? Sure. If they do, Vigate to Zine in.